0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Sunday and Arsenal were beaten overnight, losing 2-0 to Manchester United in New Jersey in their second game of their pre-season tour of the United States. So we're going to pop on today, have a little bit of a chat about what happened last night, look at some of the key incidents and look what Mikel Arteta had to say afterwards, which was a pretty disappointing night. Now, I did get home. I said yesterday I was in London, so I wasn't, going to, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to watch the game or not, but I did get home in time to watch it. I managed to stay away because I think I probably did fall asleep for about 10 minutes or so in the second half, but other than that, I managed to stay awake despite despite a uh, fair amount of drinks yesterday at Flight Club, in, uh, where I went to for my mates leaving do in Victoria. First time being there, lots of fun, thoroughly recommend it, but yeah, if I'm struggling a bit today, sound a bit croaky, then yeah, I'm not exactly 100%, feeling 100% this morning, but... Still wanted to pop on and have a quick chat about this. It's a bit of a quick one because we've got to rush out um, some family stuff to go to today. So a bit of a quick one today. We won't take any uh, your questions at the end, but please do reply to anything you hear or s- see in this video and uh, with your comments below, and I'll get over to them in tomorrow's edition. So please do. Anything you agree with, disagree with me, let me know. Um, so, yeah, it was a disappointing night for Arsenal um, over in New Jersey, losing 2-0 to Manchester United. Um, two really poor goals to concede defensively, you know, two real big errors. Aaron Ramsdale was beaten by Bruno Fernandez. His shot after a half hour to make it 1-0. And then really poor error from Gabriel. Just totally missed his kick, basically, and let Jaden Sancho run away. It was a good finish by Sancho. Um, but sort of let him just run clear, basically, from just inside his own half. And and he and he thumped a finish. Good finish past Aaron Ramsdale couldn't really do anything with that one. But two big, costly errors for Arsenal. When they were punished for them, there wasn't much else in the game between the sides, I don't think. Um you know, Arsenal's lined up. You see the team if you're watching this on YouTube, you see it in front of me in, in that sort of 4-3-3 um, that we come to expect. Timber started on the right-hand side of the back four with Saliba, Gabriel and Tomiasu was preferred to either Kivior or um, Tierney at left back in midfield. We had Declan Rice starting in the sort of sixth position with Odegaard and Havertz in front of him and then you had Eddie as a central striker with Martinelli and sacker either side. I thought Arsenal had started well and they were a better team for the first half hour. I thought they were the most likely to score. They should have scored. Um, but Gabriel Martinelli missed a good chance, missed two good chances. Actually, it was a double save by Tom Heaton. But you know, Martinelli had to be scoring that was a nice little move down the right by Arsenal. Cut the ball back into the area. I mean, Martinelli unmarked 12 yards out. Just he, he had to do better. Um, he didn't, and then the follow-up again was too close to Heaton, who saved it. And you know, that was a big moment. It wasn't soon after that. The United went in front and was pretty against the run of play when United did go in front. But, um, you know, it's just sort of poor in both boxes. Mikel often talks about that. We've got to be better in both boxes. And that was a sort of classic example of it. Should have Should have gone ahead at one end of the pitch and then a mistake at the other and suddenly you're 1-0 down. And um, Sancho made it two. pretty, I think it was about seven minutes later. So it was a quick-fire double really from Arsenal. And they never really looked like they were going to get back into the game. Sort of that classic cliche of huffed and puffed and... You know, Eddie had a good chance in the second half from a quickly taken free kick. Smart little pass by Odegaard that sort of caught Man United out. But Eddie, I don't know if it was a shot. I think it was a shot, but it was, it was almost sort of caught in two minds of either shooting or cutting the ball back to the, a couple of players who were free in the centre. And it, it kind of did neither really. And it just rolled rolled an effort wide at a post. And I think that was really the closest Arsenal came to get him back in the game. Smith Rowe had a header really late on that was kind of deflected wide. That I think that was in injury time or in the final minute. Um, but other than that, I mean, you're looking at the stats here. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see them in front of you. As 11 shots to eight in Man United favour. Arsenal had four on target. United only had three. Arsenal dominated possession, really, 55%. They had 453 passes to United, 382. Pass accuracy was higher. United had more fouls, which was pretty evident. United were, um, how should we say, they were, they were definitely very physical um, that was winding up. Arsenal a little bit, won that Mikel Arteta on the touchline a little bit. He did speak about it after the game, but was like, look, it's a competitive match. This is going to happen. But you could tell Arsenal weren't weren't exactly happy with some of the treatment dished out um by United in that game. There was one incident when Martinez went in, it was a bad tackle on Bakaya Saka, got sort of started a little bit of a melee. Odegaard went in and have a word and it all sort of kicked off a little bit. And was beginning to boil over. Arsenal were just getting frustrated at some of the treatment, but it was a clear tactic from United. I think they wanted to be physical. They wanted to try and get in Arsenal's faces and, you know, full credit to them. They did that and they won the game, you know, largely because of that, because they just seemed to unsettle Arsenal a little bit. Um, Speaking after the game, this is what Mikel had to say. He said, having a tough match of this level in this context gives you a lot of information, and that's always very positive. The information is obviously there are a lot of things we have to improve. How important the boxes are, that errors, uh, the errors are part of football. You have to overcome them as well, and how painful it is to lose a game physically. It's been super, super demanding. Some players, we want to expose them a little bit more than they have done because the way you want to build them, their physical state overall, they had their moments when they were so efficient. We had ours, we had more dominance, and we certainly tried again in the second half. Sorry, yeah, tried again in the second half, but the chances we had, we didn't convert them and they won the game. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't, there was definitely, you know, it wasn't massive golf between the sides by any means. It could have gone either way if Arsenal got that first goal. I think they go on and win the game, but Martinelli misses. And then down the other end of the pitch, fernandez scores after that ramsdale mistaken once united were in front he kind of got the impression that it wasn't going to change that arsenal never just never looked like they really had that belief to get themselves back into it and so yeah i mean what but we've got three pre-season games now one win one draw one defeat um man united i'm uh, sorry barcelona to come on thursday morning at three thirty uk time in the morning that one against barcelona over in la at the SoFi stadium um, will be the last one before they start heading back to the UK. Then they have Monaco Community Shield and then the Premier League gets underway. Uh, last night was the first time we saw that sort of midfield trio that you kind of look at and think that might well be Arsenal starting three for a lot of the games they have next season or that's certainly the plan to be the midfield three. It didn't exactly... I mean, it wasn't great. <laughs> There's not really much more to say about it. They didn't. I thought Rice started brightly. Um, was getting himself on the ball and then kind of faded a little bit. Odegaard, I mean, Odegaard, it was like that nice little pass, a clever little pass to set up the chance ready. But other than that, he was, again, in and out of the game. Havertz didn't really make an impact at all. Um, And so Mikel was asked about the three of them after the game and how he thought they did as a trio. And he said, when they play 55, 55 times together, they will be better. It will flow better. They will understand each other better and will be more dominant and better. But it takes time to glide, um, and we have to respect that. But I saw a lot of positive things and I and things I like much more than the game we won the other day against MLS, even though the result is very different. I think that's sort of midfield three as well. You're going to have to, we're going to have to accept that it is going to take a while to gel together. You know, last season, you had that three in midfield that they knew each other. They played together for a while. You had, you know, Party, Xhaka and Odegaard. It was a really key part of that team. And now suddenly two of those players, by the looks of it, Aren't going to be playing or aren't going to be starting in most of the games because we think this is probably going to be the three that we're seeing. And it's getting, you know, it's a brand new midfield basically. And they're going to have to get used to each other, and Arsenal are going to have to get used to how it works in terms of, you know, the attackers. Before Martinelli probably knew exactly what Party was going to do when Party got on the ball, he knew exactly where Jacker was going to go. Now suddenly he's got to adjust to different things, and they all do. And so I think it is going to take a little bit of time. We might see Arsenal looking not exactly like that sort of well-oiled machine that they were last season early on and because they're going to have to get used to each other and it does take time to gel as Mikel Arteta said there but you know with the demands of the Premier League we can't let it take too long they've got to hit the ground running pretty soon because you know you in this league you have a sort of two three four game bedding in period and the points get dropped and suddenly you're, you're already a long way behind and Um, it's almost impossible to catch up as we saw last season because the top teams like Manchester City are just relentless when it comes to winning games. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It was quite interesting up front. Balogun didn't make it on the pitch at all which is quite interesting. I was surprised. (laughs) Um, But he didn't. It was Eddie sort of got the nod up front and, you know, uh, he started. And Balogun just didn't come on. And here he is before the game. If you're watching, you see him with his two other fellow Americans in Austin trustee, Matt Turner, who linked up with the squad over in uh, New Jersey. And Mikhail was asked about it afterwards, said we had some options up front and we wanted to load some players. That's why some... um, some players today didn't have any exposure, but they will in the next game. So when he says load some players, he means get you know get minutes into their legs and get them ready for the season. So I presume that's what he means. Well, he wanted to get a good amount of time into Eddie's legs. He wanted to get more time into Gabriel Jesus's legs. He came on in the second half, but he does say they will play. They will win the next game. So I fully expect Balogun could potentially start that match against Barcelona. Now I'd be surprised if he doesn't, Um because. Well, I don't know. Actually, when I say that, when I say that, I'd be surprised if he doesn't, I'm kind of second guessing myself there, thinking about it, because, you know, I still, as I've said many times, I still, actually, realistically, I still think Balogun's probably going to go this summer. And I imagine Mikel Arteta might be thinking that as well. And so, does he really want to put minutes into the legs of a player that he probably thinks is going to go this summer? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it certainly seems like he will play. Whether he'll start it remains to be seen. But what Mikel says there, you know, they will in the next game, you know, it certainly points to the fact that he is. Going to be, uh, he is going to be involved in that one. I think it's an important game now that Barcelona one because you don't want to go, you don't want to come back from the US having lots of back back to back games. You know, there was a lot of positives to take from the MLS game. You know, it was a good win, lots of goals, everything was nice. But now suddenly Arsenal have lost, and you know they didn't play well, and you don't want to, you don't want that to go sort of back to back. So I think they've got to respond in this Barcelona game and and sort of try and pick up some sort of momentum again because we saw how important that was last summer. You know, preseason is important. Mikel puts a lot of a lot of um, sort of faith in pre- pre-season. He knows how important it is and he wants his team to get some momentum. So he'll be, he be—he wouldn't want to suffer back-to-back wins. But ultimately, it is only pre-season. So results aren't the be-all and the end-all. But um, as we saw last year, it's really, really beneficial to have a good summer and that you can really take that momentum into a Premier League season. So I think that Barcelona game now is going to be really, really key. And, um, you know, Arsenal are going to go into it and I think they're going to want to prove a little bit of a point. Bakaya Saka was speaking after the game yesterday and he said it hurt you know he said that, you know it's only pre-season but it hurt i've got to, i've got the quotes up here that i'm just looking at and he said it's obviously tough to take whether it's a friendly or not against united uh, we'll learn from it and you can't really give two goals away like that against a team like this because it's really hard to come back we just need to learn from it physically we want to get to a level where we were last season and then go to another level to keep, to keep increasing that, uh, increasing that tactically. We need to integrate everyone. We need to understand our game plan and how we play and keep progressing in each game so that when it comes to the first game that we will be ready. Um, you know, even he talks about it there, integrating the new players It is, you know, it's a really important part this, this summer because you can't, you just cannot afford to take too long over it. They've got to, they've got to start understanding everyone. Everyone has to build up that relationship that was so crucial to Arsenal last season was that relationship between everyone. Everyone knew where each other was. They knew what runs everyone was making. And um, that made them that really excellent, excellent um, team that we all saw last season. And if it's going to be a little bit disjointed early on because of the new arrivals and bedding in this new midfield, then that cannot be allowed to go on for too long. They've got to get everyone adjusted and ready, as Mikel said, and as you know, Bukaia Saka said there. And most importantly, you cannot just give two silly goals away like you did yesterday. Aaron Ramsdale will fully know that he should have saved the first chance and then Gabriel just, you know, it was a it was a howler, basically. And um and yeah, the results um the result ended up with two goals being scored against Arsenal. Uh, sort of player ratings wise, I mean there was no no great Number five, I gave Ramsdale a four. Timber was seven. I actually thought Timber was bright. He was probably Arsenal's brightest spot. He looked good, especially early on. Got a little bit isolated at times down the right-hand side, but looked good on the ball. I gave him a seven. He was, I thought, Arsenal's standard. And I gave Saliba a seven as well, because although Arsenal were pretty poor defensively, it wasn't really down Saliba. I thought he looked really comfortable. So I gave him a seven. I gave Gabriel a six. Tomi Asu a six. Rice a six. Odegaard a five. Havertz a five. Saka a six. Nketiah a four. Martinelli a five. And then subs came on. Tierney White, Party. Jesus, Trossard, Smithrow and Vieira out of the lot of them. I gave Tierney the highest mark six. I thought he looked quite bright when he came on, as he has done in his last couple of games, actually, um, when he's come on Tierney, certainly giving everyone a little bit of a reminder of the good player he is, even if Arteta seems to be looking at pretty much everyone else as a potential starting left back over him. All right, that's it from me. A bit of a short one, as I said today, but thank you very much for watching or listening and do have a very good end to your weekend, wherever you are around the world and i'll be back tomorrow um and like i said at the start of this please do let me know what you thought of the game the positives negatives whatever leave some comments below and i'll add a few more of your questions in tomorrow because i haven't been able to have time to do it today thanks for watching everyone i will speak to you very very soon